Welcome to Catholic Views. I'm your host, Renee Kranz. On today's show, we will have Lois Heron back in the studio. She will be joined by Kathy Coima. Uh, they're going to talk about the Seven Sisters Apostolate and a new apostolate that Lois is working on getting kicked off around prayer called Stand in the Gap. Um, so these two ladies, uh, just very faithful, beautiful face, full of prayer, just big prayer warriors, these two. And um, just really a good uh, interview. I think you'll really enjoy it and you'll get something useful from it for sure. First, we have Dr. Chris Bergwald, who is not a lovely lady, but a <laughs> uh, lovely Chris Bergwald. <laughs> when you say lovely la- ladies, unfortunately, do you know what I think of? What? Les Mis. I've There's a song, that. Lovely Ladies, oh. and it was about women of the night. Well, so, that is not what I mean, but thanks for ruining that, Dr. Bergwald. She says that on every episode that she interviews women. A lot lovely of times ladies. it is the lo- these lovely ladies. These lovely ladies. Yes. Yeah. I am uh, definitely not referring to them in that way. <laughs> oh, I know you're not. No, they, they are fantastic women. Shall they, we move on to, no, let's just move on to Biblical Bites with Dr. B. You're, I, no. <laughs> okay. Um... Uh, Renee, not Elise, Renee, what's today? Oh, it's the 29th Sunday. Oh, it's the 29th Sunday in time. <laughs> um, the first reading is from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Renee, when did Isaiah live? Before Jesus. <laughs> True. Um, well. I'm going to say, let's see, was Isaiah before Abraham, after Abraham? Oh, yeah. So in between the two. Good. How about that? <laughs> like, I mean, like in the middle. Like Abraham was approximately 2,000 no, years before not Jesus? Yeah. No, not, not in the middle. middle. Okay. So in the 8th century, so the 700s BC. Okay. So Isaiah oh, okay. is living at the time when Israel is sort of divided into Judah. And the, cue the map, Elise. Dang it. I didn't give you a heads up. Uh, uh, the, the, the Northern Kingdom, a.k.a. Israel, and the Southern Kingdom, a.k.a. Judah. Um, and Isaiah is prophesying in the Southern Kingdom um, in the late 8th century, okay. which means like the 740s, 30s, 20s. Right. Well, 30s, 40s, 20s, 700-ish, leading up to 700. Okay. okay? And he's warning them about what's going to happen. All okay. right. So that's when he... The very end of the eighth century, he ends his prophesying activity, maybe have died even, around the year 700 okay. BC. Okay. All right. He writes no later than 700 BC ish. Okay. Thus says the Lord to his anointed Cyrus, whose right hand I grasp, subduing nations before him, making the kings run into service, blah, 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 blah. Thus, so, thus says the Lord to his anointed Cyrus. Who the heck is Cyrus? Renee? Elise, who's Cyrus? Oh, thank goodness. Uh, um, I'm not sure. <laughs> I am not is sure it, Wait, is Cyrus like a name or is it like a type it's a, of- It's a name. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, I have no idea. <laughs> Cyrus- Would you have an idea if it wasn't a name? No, like okay. maybe, I, well, maybe I was like, <laughs> in some language, it's like a word for servant or something. Oh, okay, no, right. No, no, oh, no, sure. that's fair. Cyrus is um, the king of the Persian Empire. Oh, that's, that's right. Yeah. Cyrus was born- Around, born around the year 600 BC. Oh, so he's old. No. Huh? I'm so confused. He's wagging his finger at me. Elise. Well, you said 600 and then you said 700 before. So like oh, BC. This is a, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking 80. So this is a future. This thing. is a prophecy. Yeah. Isaiah, at well over 100 years 
before Cyrus was even, or, uh, at least a hundred years before Cyrus was even born, refers to Cyrus. Cyrus is the, so who the heck is Cyrus? Cyrus is the, the, the Persian empire um, is the one who allows the, the Jews from the kingdom of Judah. The Jews have been deported to Babylon mm-hmm. and then the Persians conquer Babylon and Cyrus in about the year 538-ish uh-huh. allows the Jews to return. Right. Isaiah names a hundred years beforehand the man by whom the Lord would allow the Jews to return from exile to Jerusalem. I want to know more about that. Maybe next time. Thanks, Dr. B. You bet. In the studio with me today, I have two lovely ladies from the Cathedral of St. Joseph. I have Lois Heron, who has been here before. Welcome back, Lois. And I have Kathy Coima, uh, who I've just met seems very lovely so far. <laughs> we'll see. We got 20 minutes. We'll see how she is. <laughs> Thanks for coming in today. So these two ladies are coming in to tell us about two apostolates. They've each started, well, one is a, an apostolate that's been around a long time, the Seven Sisters Apostolate. Kathy, you lead a group of that. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Great. So then, and then Lois has been a member of the Seven Sisters Apostolate and her own apostolate has kind of grown out of that. So we're going to hear from both of them, both of the apostolates, how this has come together and how other people can get involved because they are apostolates that are absolutely uh, available to just about everybody. So, right? Yeah, for sure. Okay. So let's just get started. I'm going to start with Kathy um, because the Seven Sisters Apostle has been around for a while. So can you tell us what that is um, and why you decided to priest? And she mentioned Seven Sisters. Mm-hmm. So... I investigated, looked it up, and it's the mission is seven women, one holy hour, one hour a day for your pastor. Mm-hmm. And my heart struggled a little bit like, oh, yes, I want to pray for my pastor. I want to pray for a lot of priests. So I prayed about it and asking the Holy Spirit, and then he bombarded me. <laughs> so I'm As talking, he often does. He does. I was talking to a bunch of people. Well, so Father Morgan is my pastor. Mm-hmm. So that's who our seven sisters prays for. Mm-hmm. So I talked to someone, well, that has to go by Father Morgan. Someone else, Father Morgan needs to approve that. Someone else a little bit, and you know, another day says, oh, Father Morgan needs to, you need to talk to Father Morgan about that. So I think, okay, Lord, <laughs> Father Morgan. So I looked up and one of seven sisters quotes that we pray with is, in strengthening the priest, you strengthen the whole church. Strengthen the priest, and you strengthen the whole foundation. You strengthen everything in the church. Mm-hmm. So, Father Morgan. So that's why the pastor is who the seven sisters pray for. Sure. Yeah. And then you feel the associate pastor. If you get more people joining, ah. then the associate pastor is next. Okay. And so, the bishop also. So. Yeah. So I have a question. Um, you said it's one hour. Is it... Do you each pray one hour a day, or do you each pray one hour a week? One day a week. One day a each week. woman, so that he just he has one holy hour every day. Okay. So every Given. day he has a holy hour prayed for him. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. And you do that, I assume, in front of the Blessed Sacrament. Yes, it's yeah. Eucharistic. So, and we switch, we trade holy hours. If someone is sick, can't make it, mm-hmm. we, and then if it doesn't work, you pray at home. Yeah. Obviously, Uh, if you just can't get there, if we're in the middle of a blizzard, Mm -hmm. which has happened, then you light your candle and you pray at home if Mm -hmm. you need to. 
Mm-hmm. And what, what what did Father Morgan think of this when you went to him? <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine. He's like, oh, no, oh, I don't need any prayers. <laughs> <laughs> he was very grateful. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. That is wonderful. And he has been very grateful. He expresses his appreciation for mm-hmm. our prayers. He tells us that he feels it. Mm-hmm. He knows that it's going on. I wondered that if, uh, I imagine not only is he seeing the fruits from that, but the women who do this mm-hmm. work, this prayer work, uh, see fruits of it. What have you seen? We do. Oh, we do. Yeah. Uh, so when you start, you're hesitant because you think, okay, once you get started, like, I have so many things I want to pray for. Right. The world, the church, my friends, my family, Lord, an hour, how am I going to be? Usually I advise women, offer that up right before you start. Your oh, Lord, sure. Blessed Mother, you know the concerns of my heart. This hour is for my pastor. This hour is for Father Morgan. And then it goes, you start praying. We have prayer prompts. We have prayer booklets. Here's ideas, rosary. And then very often it's, oh, my hour? I need a few more minutes. I'm going to do a little bit longer. (laughs) My hour's done? Yeah. And that's the fruit surrender in prayer has come along. And so many sisters will tell you that. Just my prayer has been transformed Mm -hmm. by surrendering that hour for the Lord's son, for his priest. Right. And I imagine um, maybe some of them actually stay another hour to pray for the things there were on their heart besides that. Yes. Or a half hour or whatever. Often yeah. earlier, later. It's, yeah, it's it not adds. like you can't do that. You're just making no. sure that one hour is dedicated to the priest. Exactly. Mm-hmm. There are several of these seven sisters groups around the diocese, are there not? Yes, I'm also the coordinator for the diocese. Oh, okay. So I'm okay. Father Morgan's anchoress is mm-hmm. what the leader for the seven okay. is called. We actually have a few, we have nine, 10, but subs or it's people, extra. you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for, for traveling purposes as someone's, you know, if you're traveling all day, you can't get to a whole, right. but you can make your holy hour in any church and anywhere in the right. world. Yep. But if you're traveling it, so we have subs and I am the di- diocesan coordinator for mm-hmm. seven sisters. So mm-hmm. I get all the information and try to keep track of all the, Groups that are in the diocese. Yeah. So, Lois, you have you been one of the original seven mm-hmm. with this group? Okay. What have been the fruits for you? Because oh, I know my. you've been. You guys have been doing this for a while. Just the growth in prayer, mm-hmm. and the whole. At first, you think an hour, but when you are caught up in praying for your priest with specific things in mind, the Holy Spirit takes that time and not only accomplishes his will through the prayers we are praying, there's a gift for us in it too. Mm-hmm. And so it is so easy for me at least to linger in prayer yeah. over over them. Yeah. But I felt should I talk sure, about go go right ahead. I the longer I prayed for Father Morgan and the more aware as I became of the uh, the magnitude of the priesthood in our diocese, mm-hmm. I was personally drawn to praying for them all. Mm-hmm. And so I, um, for my own benefit, formed a 35-day calendar yeah. breaking up this. And it, the Set Ablaze initiative really— um, motivated me here yeah. because there's potential for 
A lot of stuff. A lot of challenges. A lot of challenges. And one of the unfortunate things that can happen in change is the spirit of protest. And I come from a Protestant background, and I recognize that. And and I just, it's the Holy Spirit just made it very clear, you need to pray against this. Wow. Um, So that's where it all came from. But I wanted the initiative to be for easy for a family to pray. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I kind of say it, they're short enough for a five-year-old to endure. Yeah. So it's just three to five minutes. And I've set it up so that they're just a few one lines of prayers from scripture, mm-hmm. prayers from the church, prayers from the saints. And I've collated and edited that to make it personalized, but it's pair paraphrased from all that and then personalized so that anyone that who just struggles with, well, how do, what do I say? Right. Just say the words. They're the word of God Mm -hmm. living and active Mm -hmm. and he will answer our prayer. Yeah. When we pray. And I just long to see families come together in prayer, not just for their priests, but for themselves and for their relationships. And that's another story for another time. So Lois, something just dawned on me as you were talking about that. You and your husband, Jeff, Mm -hmm. came into the church fairly recently. How long has it been? 2015 was our actual date. Our journey was decades long. So it's been less than 10 years that you have officially Mm -hmm. been Catholic. Mm -hmm. And You've, been, you've, oh, you've come in the church and you you have felt this calling from the Holy Spirit, partly because of uh, set ablaze, the challenges that will be there. The Holy Spirit is asking you to pray against the possibility of protest. Mm-hmm. You come from that background. Like you are tailor made for this time right now in our diocese. Do you, do you realize that? I I think I do because you're not the only one that has said that. <laughs> yes. But, you know, my background, I grew up in a missionary pastor and denominational official, which would be equivalent to diocesan bishop. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. That was the roles my dad had. So mm-hmm. I grew up in that. And then I married a, a pastor mm-hmm. and we prayed. I mean, we pastored. 34 mm-hmm. years. So even though pastors are married in the in the Protestant movement, they face all the challenges. Oh, yeah. Um the loneliness, mm-hmm. and that's one of the number one things that comes out in surveys of priests yes. is they're lonely because they're isolated by necessity, mm-hmm. confidence. But along with that comes a lot of inner struggles. Right. And I know those struggles in the way that I can know them as a partner to my husband and then having lived and observed ministry for all those years. Mm -hmm. So I'm just continuing to do what I did for ourselves and our fellow pastorates, Mm -hmm. but in the fulfilled way. Right, right, (laughs) right. Well, I mean, it just just fits. It fits in so well with where we are right now. I mean, just those women praying, you praying, the people that can now join you in those apostolates, it's the perfect timing. And obviously, uh, 
God's hand is in that. We I mean, we don't do so. this stuff by ourselves, right? You know, <laughs> for such a time as this. Yes. That's yeah. why we're yeah. here. Yeah. And as far as how we came together, yeah. um, Kathy is my, Kathy was my sponsor mm-hmm. as oh, I okay. came. I've known Kathy <laughs> for decades. <laughs> and what drew me to her was her prayerful spirit. Mm-hmm. And we were kindred hearts right away. Mm-hmm. Um, beautiful story there. But she eventually, she walked with me for several years patiently. Um, <laughs> fielding my, she, Lois has been Catholic uh, for, in longer the heart than, for lo- yeah. a long time. Yeah. But then she was, she was my sponsor. So sure. we've had this relationship of prayer. Um, it just seems so right for me to share my concern for to, to get this initiative for all pastors, mm-hmm. but families praying for the pastors. And the family can mean a, a husband, wife. It can right. mean a single person. Yes. Um, and so when I approached Kathy and I asked, what do you think? Do you think the seven sisters might be, because we're all very prayer warriors. Right. Do you think they'd be interested in having access to this until we can get all the priests covered by the seven sisters mm-hmm. apostolate? Mm-hmm. And... You were all about that. Oh, yeah. Because part the part of my heart is I still do a different holy hour right. mm-hmm. for all the priests. Sure. So I have Father Morgan's, and then I do another holy hour to cover all the priests in our diocese, especially the ones who don't have a seven sister. Yeah. Yep. And the ones who are not here, the ones who are studying somewhere or yeah. helping in seminaries. Or, yeah. So it's they're all, they're all our priests. They're yeah. all yes. part of our diocese. So. Yes. And— my hope then too is as these come together too, when we can have seven sisters apostolate, specifically for priests who don't have a parish. Right. Our for our hospital chaplains and the priests at universities and mm-hmm. father trainer and yep. it's just yep. So, so right much. now, maybe we can have seven sisters that now I'm just looking at Lois thinking, hey, why don't we do this? <laughs> That's kind of how we Let's roll. Just do another. That's good. That's a good thing. <laughs> we need a seven sisters to start that way. Yeah. yeah. But it'll will it'll come from stand from Lois's prayer initiative and yeah. yeah. So you're calling Lois. You're calling your initiative stand in the gap. Yeah. There's a reason for that. Good. I want to hear working, that working title. Yeah. And I want to hear about that. And if you can give us a little fuller yeah. kind of picture of what it involves, so that if someone mm-hmm. is interested yes. in in joining you in this, yeah. that they know what they're that, what they're <laughs> yeah. getting into. Yeah. <laughs> and even they can just ask questions. That I'm. Yes. It's not like I'm going to be knocking on their ah. door saying, "Oh, you showed interest." <laughs> Okay, so yeah, stand in the gap. Yes, so there, it, the, that term comes from the book of Ezekiel, and God's communicating with Ezekiel. Israel's in trouble, <laughs> and he, God says to Ezekiel, I have looked for someone to stand in the gap, and he's referring to the breach in the wall, oh. the fortress around the people of Israel. Mm-hmm. It's a metaphorical thing. Um, and I have found no one Mm. that has always meant a lot to me because every time I pray, I feel like, is anyone else praying for this person right now? Mm -hmm. Is there a gap? Mm -hmm. Is there a breach in their life that needs to be filled through intercessory prayer? We don't know. Right. 
We're just called to pray, intercede. So stand in the gap is just my term for it. Mm -hmm. As it forms um, in the way that we were talking about earlier, you know, that name might change, but the goal is the same. Yeah. 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 And and really, the focus is to get the families because— I'm just as passionate about Mm -hmm. praying for our families um, and families praying together. It's something that we've lost along the way. Yes. Yes. And we have got to get it back to help stabilize the family. Mm -hmm. Blended families can be any of them. Yeah. Pray, people. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I was thinking about saying. Pray, people. (laughs) Calling it that. There you go. <laughs> that would work too. So the calendar, you say you have 35 days. So it, that's right. a little bit of an odd number. It's not, yes. a, it's not a monthly number. Why yes. is that? Well, the pastorates are the pastorates mm-hmm. and the priests and uh, that are serving in the pastorates. Okay. But we have our specialized ministry. So yep. on the beginning, Sunday, and then on Saturday, I've put into the calendar specialized ministry. I like... Bishop DeGroote has mm-hmm. his own Sunday, but also all of you as the diocesan oh, staff. thank you. <laughs> and then the, just, and when I'm praying for them, I'm praying also for all the stuff that's going on. I pray for harmony in the departments. I pray for uh, fortitude in accomplishing your goal. Mm-hmm. And I commit them, you, to certain saints. Right. So that's how it all works. And so initiatives, um, specialized ministries, those those are on the Sundays on the outside, and Saturdays. Sure. But like pastor at one and I and the, the priests are sorry. No, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> I am a person. She, she, the the hands are flying moves. now yes, when she gets excited. It's to totally this. fine. Yeah. <laughs> um they uh, they they're all divided up mm-hmm. and Ideally, I'd like to have pictures with them, but I, oh, yeah. I yeah. out of my uh, ability, someday I'm praying for someone who's technical to come in along and help me <laughs> with we some might, of those things. We might be able. Uh, we might be able to help you with that. I'll have to okay. see what we can do. Okay. <laughs> I know we've, we've talked about it before, and I forget yeah. about it, and I'm so sorry. <laughs> I would be. I would. Yes, that would be a gift. I, I'm yeah. visual, so I like seeing yeah. those pictures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, is there anything else, ladies, before we give information about how to reach out to both of you for these? Is there something we missed? Anything else you want people to know? And remember, we're like not too much dead air. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Actually, well, I just quiet. It, but I don't want to. I don't. I just. I. I so I don't want. should be a priority. Yes. Yeah. And I don't want you to be afraid mm-hmm. of taking this on. It's very simple. It Mm -hmm. sounds like a lot. The commitment. We have grandmas who are very busy, um, grandchildren who work full-time. We have young moms who work full-time and have children who stepped into it with a little hesitation, Mm -hmm. but now wouldn't give it up for anything. It's become a significant part of their prayer life. Right. And they do, they swap, they make it work. And then sometimes you have two, maybe two women on a day. That way you can do every other week. Sure. You can arrange it. You can make it work. It, the Holy Spirit, the Lord will help you. And you will be, you will receive so many gifts from Mm -hmm. it. Just, you will be blessed and you will strengthen your pastor. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
totally. And we've You're seen perished. the first of yes, that with right. Father Morgan. And yeah. He lets us know that. Oh, and he needs mm-hmm. lots of prayers. He's got a busy parish that, oh, goodness. So I know the, yes. the pressures on the cathedral rector and any diocese are quite right. large. So, yeah. but all mm-hmm. of our all of our pastors now have lots of lots right. to do, lots of new things, uh, yeah. lots of challenges. There will be lots of blessings, but they're going to need those prayers. And and I want to encourage so and in that way to to pray positively. If you're yeah. going to pray, yeah. don't pray about your problems or his problems. Mm-hmm. It's call the Lord's graces down upon your priest. Mm-hmm. Just that he will be blessed and live in the Lord's will. Yeah. Don't pray negative about yeah. the problems or you wish he would do this or you wish he would do that. Or no, it's that's about very true. Praying for God's graces and his blessings upon your pastor. Yeah. And that's the same focus with the yeah. standing. Mm-hmm. All the prayers are focused on building up spiritual fruits and gifts in mm-hmm. the spirit of the spirit in his life. Um, and also praying for the the parish mm-hmm. and that the Holy Spirit would inflame. It's all positive yeah. because we need that to yeah. counter some of the grumbling that can come in yeah. any change, yes. no mm-hmm. matter what. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay, ladies, how do people reach out for to get involved with these uh, apostles? Seven Sisters, uh, we have Seven Sisters apostolate there's a national website just you can look up seven sisters yep google my that. Mm-hmm, my email is seven sisters sioux falls at gmail.com okay and that comes directly to me okay great my, so they can ask questions anything want to get involved whatever how does it work anything else i can is that spelled out is sioux falls spelled out yes okay so seven, seven sisters sioux falls at gmail right right okay mm-hmm and Always. mine is stand in the gap all together. Mm-hmm. No dots, no, no nothing, no capital. Stand in the gap dot Sioux Falls Diocese at gmail.com. Okay. Okay. Good. So, uh, and I want to encourage everybody to um, keep an eye out on the diocesan email newsletter and the Bishop's Bulletin. Uh, if you don't get the newsletter yet, you can go to sfcatholic.org slash newsletter and sign up. Or if it's coming in your email and you haven't opened it yet, you're really missing out. So please yes. open it and check it out. Lois is going to be um, contributing to both of those. Um, the newsletter beginning in November, we're going to we're gonna kind of draw from her prayer initiative and she's going to um, do some prayer things in there for mm-hmm. us that you can use yourself. And then beginning at the beginning of the year in the Bishop's Bulletin, we don't know how it's going to work exactly yet. We have we have reserved some space and we just don't know what it's going to look like or how it's going to be yet. But so we're working with Lois on that. Um, Lois and her husband were on Catholic Views in the last few months. Go and listen to that and hear their story. Kathy, I think I need to have you come in and hear your story because I have a feeling there's lots there. About your faith and your, she looks at me like, no, uh -uh." but I bet there's lots there. You, you don't, you don't get to this point without, um, having some deep conversions happen Mm -hmm. in your life. I think somewhere along the way. So ladies, we are way over time. We got to leave some for Dr. Bergwald. (laughs) Sorry, Dr. Bergwald. He'll be fine. If if lovely ladies are taking up his time, he'll be okay with that. (laughs) Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, Renee. You bet. If you haven't uh, found us already on social media, you can do that at Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or YouTube anytime at SF Diocese. 
That is it for us today. Hope you'll join us again next week for more Catholic Views.